Good morning. It's 1049 Eastern. And we are starting Proverbs 26. We'll finish Proverbs and probably, if I'm committed to the bit, finish Ecclesiastes today. I edited the episode that I released this morning, this morning. <laughs> so it is a oh, monitor. So it is a let go of my God doubleheader. Proverbs chapter 26. Like snow in summer or rain in harvest, honor is not fitting for a fool. Like a fluttering sparrow or a darting like a fluttering sparrow or a darting swallow, an undeserved curse does not come to rest. A whip for the horse, a halter for the donkey, and a rod for the backs of fools. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you will be like him yourself. Answer a fool according to his folly, or he will be wise in his own eyes. That's a good one for this morning. Answer a fool according to his folly, or he will be wise in his own eyes. Like cutting off one's feet or drinking violence is the sending of a message by the hand of a fool. Like a lame man's legs that hang limp is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. Like tying a stone in a sling is the giving of honor to a fool. Like a thorn bush in a drunken's hand is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. Like an archer who wounds at random is he who hires a fool or any passerby. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. Do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. The sluggard says there is a lion in the road, a fierce lion roaming the streets. As a door turns on its hinges, so a sluggard turns on his bed. The sluggard buries his hands in the dish. He is too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. The sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who answer discreetly. Like one who seizes a dog by the ears is a passerby who meddles in a quarrel not his own. Like a madman shooting firebrands or deadly arrows is a man who deceives his neighbor and says, I was only joking. Without wood, a fire goes out. Without gossip, a quarrel dies down. As charcoal to embers and as wood to fire, so is a quarrelsome man for kindling strife. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to a man's inmost parts. Like a coating of glaze over earthenware are fervent lips with an evil heart. A malicious man disguises himself with his lips, but in his heart he harbors deceit. Through his speech, though his speech is charming, do not believe him. For seven abominations fill his heart. His malice may be concealed by deception, but his wickedness will be, disposed in, will be exposed in the assembly. If a man digs a pit, he will fall into it. If a man rolls a stone, it will roll back on him. A lying tongue hates those it hurts, and a flattering mouth works ruins. Chapter 27 Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring forth. Let another praise you, and not your own mouth, someone else, and not your own lips. Stone is heavy, and sand a burden, but provocation by a fool is heavier than both. Anger is cruel and fury overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Words from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multi multiplies kisses. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. I don't know. Someone, someone give me some Bible study on that. That's uh, chapter 27, 6, Proverbs, New International Version. What are we talking about here? Who, who is full loathes honey, but to the hungry even what is bitter tastes sweet. Like a bird that strays from its nest is a man who strays from his home. Perfume and incense bring joy to the heart, and the pleasantness of one's friend springs from his earnest counsel. Do not forsake your friend and the friend of your father, and do not go to your brother's house when disaster strikes you. Better a neighbor nearby than a brother far away. Be wise, my son, and bring joy to my heart. Then I can answer anyone who trusts me with contempt. The prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and suffer for it. Take the garment of one who puts up security for a stranger. Hold it in pledge if he does it for a wayward woman. 
If a man loudly blesses his neighbor early in the morning, it will be taken as a curse. A quarrelsome wife is like a constant dripping on a rainy day. Restraining her is like restraining the wind or grasping oil with the hand. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. He who tends a fig tree will eat its fruit, and he who looks after his master will be honored. As water reflects a face, so a man's heart reflects the man. Death and destruction are never satisfied, and neither are the eyes of man. The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold, but man is tested by the praise he receives. Though you grind a fool in in a mortar, grinding him like grain with a pestle, you will not remove his folly from him. Be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds, for riches do not endure forever, and a crown is not secure for all generations. When the hay is removed and the new growth appears, and the grass from the hills is gathered in, the lambs will provide you with clothing, and the goats with the price of a field. You will have plenty of goat's milk to feed you and your family and to nourish your servant girls. Chapter 28 The wicked man flees though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. When a country is rebellious, it has many rulers, but a man of understanding and knowledge maintains order. A ruler who oppresses the poor is like a driving rain that leaves no crops. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but those who keep the law resist them. Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it fully. Better a poor man whose walk is blameless than a rich man whose ways are perverse. He who keeps the law is a discerning son, but a companion of gluttons disgraces his father. He who increases his wealth by exorbitant interest amasses it for another who will be kind to the poor. If anyone turns a deaf ear to the law, even his prayers are detestable. He who leads the upright along an evil path will fall into his own trap, but the blameless will receive a good inheritance. A rich man may be wise in his own eyes, but a poor man who has discernment sees through him. When the righteous triumph, there is no great elation, but when the wicked rise to power, men go into hiding. He who conceals his sin does not prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Blessed is the man who always fears the Lord, but he who hardens his heart falls into trouble. Like a roaring lion or a charging bear is a wicked man ruling over a helpless people. A tyrannical ruler lacks judgment, but he who hates ill-gotten gain will enjoy a long life. A man tormented by the guilt of murder will be a fugitive till death. Let no one support him. He who whose walk is blameless is kept safe, but he whose ways are perverse will suddenly fall. He who works his land will have abundant food, but the one who chases fantasies will have his fill of poverty. A faithful man will be richly blessed, but one eager to get rich will not go unpunished. To show partiality is not good, yet a man will do wrong for a piece of bread. A stingy man is eager to get rich and is unaware that poverty awaits him. He who rebukes a man will in the end gain more favor than he who has a flattering tongue. He who robs his father or mother and says, it's not wrong, he is a partner to him who destroys. A greedy man stirs up dissension, but he who trusts in the Lord will prosper. He who trusts in himself is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom is kept safe. He who gives to the poor will lack nothing, but he who closes his eyes to them receives many curses. When the wicked rise to power, people go into hiding, but when the wicked perish, the righteous thrive. Chapter 29 A man who remains stiff-necked after many rebukes will suddenly be destroyed without remedy. When the righteous thrive, the people rejoice. When the wicked rule, the people groan. A man who loves wisdom brings joy to his father, but a companion of prostitutes squanders his wealth. By justice, a king gives a country sustainability, but one who is greedy for bribes tears it down. Whoever flatters his neighbor is spreading a net for his feet. An evil man is snared by his own sin, but a righteous one can sing and be glad. The righteous care about justice for the poor, but the wicked have no such concern. Mockers stir up a city, but wise men turn away anger. If a wise man goes to court with a fool, the fool rages and scoffs, and there is no peace. 
Bloodthirsty men hate a man of integrity and seek to kill the upright. A fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise man keeps himself under control. If a ruler listens to lies, all his officials become wicked. The poor man and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives sight to the eyes of both. If a king judges the poor with fairness, his throne will always be secure. The rod of correction imparts wisdom, but a child left to himself disgraces his mother. When the wicked thrive, so does sin, but the righteous will see their downfall. Discipline your son, and he will give you peace. He will bring delight to your soul. Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. A servant cannot be corrected by mere words, though he understands he will not respond. Do you see a man who speaks in haste? There is more hope for a fool than for him. If a man pampers his servant from youth, he will bring grief in the end. An angry man stirs up dissension, and a hot-tempered one commits many sins. A man's pride brings him low, but a man of lowly spirit gains honor. The accomplice of a thief is his own enemy. He is put under oath and dare not testify. Fear of a man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. Many seek an audience with a ruler, but it is from the Lord that man gets justice. The righteous detest the dishonest. The wicked detest the upright. Chapter 30 the sayings of Agur, son of Jaqeh, an oracle. This man declared to Ethiel, to Ethiel and to Ucal, Ucal, the University of California. I am the most ignorant of men. I do not have a man's understanding. I have not learned wisdom, nor have I knowledge of the Holy One. Who has gone up to heaven and come down? Who has gathered up the wind in the hollow of his hands? Who has wrapped up the waters in his cloak? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name and the name of his son? Tell me if you know. Every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words or he will rebuke you and prove you a liar. Two things I ask of you, O Lord, do not refuse me before I die. Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, Who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal and so dishonor the name of my God. Do not slander a servant to his master, or he will curse you and you will pay for it. There are those who curse their fathers and do not bless their mothers, those who are pure in their own eyes and yet are not cleansed of their filth, those whose eyes are ever so haughty, whose glances are so disdainful, those whose teeth are swords and whose jaws are set with knives, to devour the poor from the earth, the needy from among mankind. The leech has two daughters, give, give, they cry. They are three things that are never there are three things that are never satisfied, four, four that never say enough. The grave, the barren womb, land which is never satisfied with water, and fire which never says enough. The eye that mocks a father that scorns obedience to a mother will be pecked out by the ravens of the valley, will be eaten by the vultures. There are three things that are too amazing for me, four that I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the sky, the way of a snake on a rock, the way of a ship on the high seas, and the way of a man with a maiden. This is the way of an adulteress. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I've done nothing wrong. Under three things the earth trembles, under four it cannot bear up, a servant who becomes king, a fool who is full of food, an unloved woman who is married, and a maidservant who displaces her mistress. Four things on earth are small, yet they are extremely wise. Oh, it says me right here. Oh, that's so nice. Ants are creatures of little strength, yet they store up their food in the summer. Conies are creatures of little power, yet they make their home in the crags. Locusts have no king, yet they advance together in ranks. A lizard can be caught with a hand, yet it is found in king's palaces. There are three things that are stately in their stride, four that move with stately bearing. A lion, mighty among beasts, who retreats, who retreats before nothing. 
a strutting rooster, a he-goat, and a king with his army around him. If you have played the fool and exalted yourself, or if you have planned evil, clap your hand over your mouth. For as churning the milk produces butter, and as twisting the nose produces blood, so stirring up anger produces strife. That one was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. Talking about ants and locusts and shit. It's kind of badass. Chapter 31, The Sayings of King uh, Lemuel. Lemuel. Like Samuel, but with an L instead of an S. And an A. Well, the end is like Samuel. <laughs> the Sayings of King Lemuel. An oracle his mother taught him. O my son, O son of my womb, O son of my vows, do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, not for kings to drink wine, not for rulers to crave beer, lest they drink and forget what the wall decrees, what the law decrees, and provide provide all the oppressed of their rights. Give beer to those who are perishing. Wine to those who are in anguish. Let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. Speak for... This is now three times where I am cut short. Taken away by the message. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and the needy. Epilogue, the wife of noble character. I, um, my TikTok algorithm very successfully has placed me on like um, uber Christian clowning TikTok where it's people sort of making jokes about like, you know, that Christian girl the single Christian guy at the Christian college, you know, they're quite funny. Um, but one of the ones I watched the other day was like, oh, you're really a, a Proverbs 31 kind of girl. And I was like, oh, I know what that is because I'm getting to that part. Um, but I thought it was funny. I, <laughs> uh, I, my mother, as I mentioned last week, um, got married in 2011 and she asked me to do a reading and I didn't really know because I don't have a ton of like like I've talked about memorized bible study and um knowledge of stories so I think I probably just googled like wife bible <laughs> passages marriage bible passages I'm sure it's like exactly what my google history reads and I found this um so the handwritten note that I mentioned last week in um 3130, I cross off fears and wrote loves. Um, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who loves the Lord is to be praised. Um, <laughs> very, very bold of my uh, 21, 20, yeah. No, I hadn't turned 20. This doesn't matter. Uh, yes, I hadn't turned 21 yet. I was just on the brink of 21. Um, so my 20 year old self. Uh, editing proverbs thirty-one thirty. I'm gonna cry. It's so funny. Okay. Epilogue: The wife of noble character. A wife of noble character. Who can find? She is worth far more than rupees. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wood and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still dark. She provides food for her family and portions for her servant girls. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable, and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grips the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. 
She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchant with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the reward she has earned and let her works bring her praise. And let her works bring her praise at the city gate. I'm tearing up because I'm thinking about two of my closest friends who are going to be married in the next year. Um, and I'm just so happy for them. <laughs> uh, I'm so happy for them to have found uh, noble love, to be noble wives and to have equally noble husbands. That ends Proverbs. Uh, just your weekly crying over the Bible. No big deal, people. Ignore the man behind the mirror. <sighs> Ecclesiastes chapter 1. <laughs> Everything is meaningless is the header. Great. Incredible. The words of the teacher, son of David, king in Jerusalem. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher, utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. What does man gain from all his labor at which he toils under the sun? Generations come and generations go, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun sets and hurries back to where it rises. The wind blows to the south and turns to the north. Round and round it goes, every, ever returning on its course. All streams flow into the sea, yet the sea is never full. To the place the streams come from, there they may, there they return again. All things are wearisome, more than one can say. The eye never has enough of seeing, nor the ear its fill of hearing. What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. Is there anything of which one can say, look, there is something new? It was here already long ago. It was here before your time. There is no remembrance of men of old, and even those who are yet to come will not be remembered by those who follow. I, the teacher, as teacher with a capital T, was king over Israel in Jerusalem. I devoted myself to study and to explore by wisdom all that is done under heaven. What a heavy burden God has laid on men. I have seen all the things that are done under the sun. All of them are meaningless, a chasing after the wind. What is twisted cannot be straightened. What is lacking cannot be counted. I thought to myself, look, I have grown and increased in wisdom more than anyone who has ruled over Jerusalem for me. I have experienced much of wisdom and knowledge. Then I applied myself to the understanding of wisdom and also of madness and folly, but I learned that this too is a chasing after the wind. For with much wisdom comes much sorrow, the more knowledge, the more grief. Chapter 2 I thought in my heart, come now, I will test you with pleasure to find out what is good, but that also proved to be meaningless. Laughter, I said, is foolish, and what does pleasure accomplish? I tried cheering myself with wine and embracing folly, my mind still guiding me with wisdom. I wanted to see what was worthwhile for men to do under heaven during the few days of their lives. I undertook great projects. I built houses for myself and planted vineyards. I made gardens and parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made reservoirs to water groves of flourishing trees. I brought male and female slaves. I bought male and female I bought male and female slaves and had other slaves who were born in my house. I also owned more herds and flocks than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I amassed silver and gold for myself and the treasure of kings and provinces. I acquired men and women singers and a harem as well, the delights of the hearts of man. I became greater by far than anyone in Jerusalem before me, and all this my wisdom stayed with me. 
I denied myself nothing my eyes desired. I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took delight in all my work, and this was the reward for all of my labor. Yet I surveyed all that my hands had done, and yet, and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. Then I turned my thoughts to consider wisdom, and also madness and folly. What more can the king's successor do than what has already been done? I saw that wisdom is better than folly, just as light is better than darkness. The wise man has eyes in his head, while the fool walks, while the fool walks in the darkness. But I came to realize that the same fate overtakes them both. Then I thought, in my heart, the fate of the fool will overtake me also. What then do I gain by being wise? I said in my heart, this too is meaningless. For the wise man, like the fool, will not be long remembered. And days to come, both will be forgotten. Like the fool, the wise man too must die. So I hated life, because the work that is done under the sun was grievous to me. All of it is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. I hated all the things I had toiled for under the sun, because I must leave them to the one who comes after me. And who knows whether he will be a wise man or a fool, yet he will have control over all the work into which I have poured my effort and skill under the sun. This too is meaningless, so my heart began to despair over all my toilsome labor under the sun. For a man may do his work with wisdom, knowledge, and skill, and then he must leave all he owns to someone who has not worked for it. This, too, is meaningless and a great fortune. What does a man get for all the toil and anxious striving with which he labors under the sun all his days? His work is pain and grief. Even at night his mind does not rest. This, too, is meaningless. A man can do nothing better than to eat and drink and find satisfaction in his work. This, too, I see, is from the hand of God, for without him, who can eat or find enjoyment? To the man who pleases him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness, but to the sinner he gives the task of gathering and storing up wealth to hand it over to the one who pleases God. This, too, is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Chapter 3. There is a time for everything, and a season for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain. A time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What does the worker gain from his toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on men. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men, yet they cannot fathom what God has done from beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for men than to be happy and do good while they live, that everyone may drink, that everyone may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all his toil. This is the gift of God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it so that men will revere him. Whatever is has already been and what will be has been before. And God will call the past to account. And I saw something else under the sun. In the place of judgment, wickedness was there. In the place of justice, wickedness was there. I thought in my heart, God will bring to judgment both the righteous and the wicked, for there will be a time for every activity, a time for every deed. I also thought, as for men, God tests them so that they may see that they are like the animals. Man's fate is like that of the animals. The same fate awaits them both. As one dies, so dies the other. All have the same breath. Men have no advantage over the animal. Everything is meaningless. All go to the same place. All come from dust into dust. All return. Who knows if the spirit of man 
rises upward and if the spirit of the animal goes down into the earth. So I saw that there is nothing better for a man than to enjoy his work because that is his lot. For who can bring him to see what will happen after him? I am eager for the, the responses to these questions. I I don't know. This seems I mean I've I don't like I don't like feeling like I don't know what's going on. I obviously like just like we just finished reading proverbs which say the opposite of all of these things not not the opposite of all of them but but he's also well it's a non-gendered teacher so i mean he is generic Chapter 226, to the man who pleases him, God gives wisdom and knowledge. How many of this? This too is meaningless. He's referencing. I think this is the. I guess this is the what's the point part. I mean, but that was also Job. I guess every so often we need to hear from someone who's challenging the Lord. But I just flipped to the end of the. It doesn't. There's not really. There's no response back, like Job. I guess we're supposed to know. Maybe we're supposed to. Is the teacher's name Ecclesiastes? <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> this was all supposed to be fun and games, and now I'm like, uh, upset with my superficial translation and interpretation of the Lord of God, the Word of God. The word of the Lord. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to reach out to some people on this one. Chapter 4. Ecclesiastes. The teacher is continuing. Again, I looked and saw all the oppression that was taking place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed, and they have no comforter. Power was on the side of their oppressors, and they have no comforter. And I declared that the dead who had already died are happier than the living who are still alive. But better than both, it is he who has not been, who has not seen the evil that is done under the sun. And I saw that all labor and all achievement spring from man's envy of his neighbor. This too is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. The, fools, the fool folds his hand and ruins himself. Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. Again I saw something meaningless under the sun. There was a man all alone. He had neither son nor brother. There was no end to his toil, yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. For whom am I toiling? he asked. And why am I depriving and why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? This too is meaningless, a miserable business. Two are better than one since they have a good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? The one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Better a poor but wise youth than an old but foolish king who no longer knows how to take warning. The youth may have come from prison to the kingship, or he may have been born in poverty within his kingdom. I saw that all who lived and walked under the sun followed the youth, the king's successor, but there was no end to all the people who were before them. But those who came later will not pleased, were not pleased with the successor. This too is meaningless, a chasing after the wind." Chapter 5. Guard your steps when you go to the house of God. Go near to listen rather than to offer the sacrifice of fools who do not know that they do wrong. 
Do not be quick with your mouth. Do not be hasty in your heart to utter anything before God. God is in heaven and you are on earth, so let your words be few. As a dream comes when there are many cares, so the speech of a fool when there are many words. When you make a vow to God, do not delay in fulfilling it. He has no pleasure in fools. Fulfill your vow. It is better to better not to vow than to make a vow and not fulfill it. Do not let your mouth lead you into sin, and do not protest the temple messenger. My vow was a mistake. Why should God be angry at what you say and destroy the work of your hands? Much dreaming and many words are meaningless. Therefore, stand in awe of God. If you see the poor oppressed in a district, and justice and rights denied, if you see the poor oppressed in a district and justice and rights denied, do not be surprised at such things. For one official is eyed by a higher one, and over them both are others higher still. The increase from the land is taken by all. The king himself profits from the fields. Whoever loves money never has money enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with his income. This, too, is meaningless." As goods increase, so do those who consume them, and what benefit are they to the owner except to feast his eyes on them? The sleep of a laborer is sweet, whether he eats little or much, but the abundance of a rich man permits no sleep. I have seen a grievous evil under the sun. Wealth hoarded to the harm of its owner, or wealth lost through some misfortune, so that when he has a son there is nothing left for him. Naked, a man comes from his mother's womb, and as he comes, so he departs. He takes nothing from his labor that he can carry in his hand. This, too, is a grievous evil. As a man comes, so he departs, and what does he gain since he toils for the wind? All his days he eats in darkness with great frustration, affliction, and anger. Then I realized that it is good and proper for a man to eat and drink and to find satisfaction in his toilsome labor under the sun during the few days of life God has given him, for this is his lot. Moreover, when God gives any man wealth and possessions and enables him to enjoy them, to accept his lot and be happy in his work, this is a gift of God. He seldom reflects on the days of his life because God keeps him occupied with gladness of heart. I have seen another evil under the sun, and it weighs heavily on men. God gives a man wealth, possessions, and honor, so that he lacks nothing his heart desires, but God does not enable him to enjoy them, and a stranger enjoys them instead. This is meaningless, a grievous evil. A man may have a hundred children and live many years, yet no matter how long he lives, if he cannot enjoy his prosperity and does not receive a proper burial, I say that a stillborn child is better off than he. It comes without meaning, it departs in darkness, and in darkness its name is shrouded. Though it never saw the sun or knew anything, it has more rest than does that man. Even if he lives a thousand years twice over but fails to enjoy his prosperity, does not all go to the same place? All man's efforts are for his mouth, yet his appetite is never satisfied. What advantage has a wise man over a fool? What does a poor man gain by knowing how to conduct himself before others? Better what the eye sees than the roving of the appetite. This too is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Whatever exists has already been named, and what man is has been known. No man can contend with one who is stronger than he. The more words, the less the meaning. How and how does that profit anyone? A good name is better than a fine perfume, and the day of death better than the day of birth. It is better to go to a house of mourning than to go to a house of feasting, for death is the destiny of every man. The living should take this to heart. Sorrow is better than laughter, because a sad face is good for the heart. The heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart fools, but the heart of fools is in the house of pleasure. It is better to heed a wise man's rebuke than to listen to the song of fools. Like the cracking of thorns under the pot, so is the laughter of fools. This, too, is meaningless. Extortion turns a wise man into a fool, and a bribe corrupts the heart. The end of a matter is better than its beginning, and patience is better than pride. 
Do not be quickly provoked in your spirit, for anger resides in the lap of fools. Do not say, Why were the old days better than these? For it is not wise to ask such questions. Wisdom, like an inheritance, is a good thing and benefits those who see the sun. Wisdom is a shelter, as money is a shelter. But the advantage of knowledge is this, that wisdom preserves the life of its possessor. Consider what God has done. What can straighten what he has made crooked? When times are good, be happy, but when times are bad, consider. God has made the one as well as the other. Therefore, a man cannot discover anything about his future. In this meaningless life of mine, I have seen both of these. A righteous man perishing in his righteousness, and a wicked man living long in his wickedness. Do not be over-righteous, neither be over-wise, why destroy yourself? Do not be over-wicked, and do not be a fool, why die before your time? It is good to grasp the other and not let go of the other. The man who fears God will avoid all extremes. Wisdom makes one man wise, one wise man more powerful than ten rulers in a city. There is not a righteous man on earth who does what is right and never sins. Do not pay attention to every word people say, or you may hear your servant cursing you. For you know in your heart that many times you have cursed others. You yourself have cursed others. All this I tested by wisdom, and I said, I am determined to be wise, but that was beyond me. But this was beyond me. Whatever wisdom may be, it is far off and most profound. Who can discover it? So I turned my mind to understand, to investigate, and to search out wisdom into the scheme of things, and to understand the stupidity of wickedness and the madness of folly. I find more better than death the woman who is in a snare, whose heart is a trap and whose hands are chains. The man who pleases God will escape her, but the sinner she will ensnare. Look, says the teachers, says the teacher, this is what I have discovered, adding one thing to adding one thing to another to discover the scheme of things. While I was still searching but not finding, I found one upright man among a thousand, but not one upright woman among them all. This one, this only have I found. God made mankind upright, but men have gone in search of many schemes. Chapter 8 who is like the wise man who knows the explanation of things? Wisdom brings a man's face and changes its hard appearance. Obey the king's command, I say, because you took an oath before God. Do not be in a hurry to leave the king's presence. And that's king with a capital, uh, a lowercase k. So I'm guessing an earthly king. Do not stand up for a bad cause, for he will do whatever he pleases. Since a king's word is supreme, who can say to him, what are you doing? Whoever obeys his command will come to no harm, and the wise heart will know the proper time and procedure. For there is a proper time and procedure for every matter. There is a man's misery weighs, though a man's misery weighs heavily upon him. Since no man knows the future, who can tell him what is to come? No man has power over the wind to contain it, so no one has power over the day of his death. As no one is discharged in time of war, so wickedness will not release those who practice. All this I saw as I applied my mind to everything done under the sun. There is a time when man lords it over others to his own hurt. Then too I saw the wicked buried, those who used to come and go from the holy place and receive praise in the city where they did this. This too is meaningless. When the sentence for a crime is not quickly carried out, the hearts of the people are filled with schemes to do wrong. Although a wicked man commits a hundred crimes and still lives a long time, I know that it will go better with God-fearing men who are reverent before God. Yet because the wicked do not fear God, it will not go well with them, and their days will not lengthen like a shadow. There is something else meaningless that occurs on earth. Righteous men who get what the wicked deserve, and the wicked men who get what the righteous deserve. This too, I say, is meaningless, so I commend the enjoyment of life because nothing is better for a man under the sun than to eat and drink and be glad then joy will accompany him in his works all the days of the life god has given him under the sun when i applied my mind to know wisdom and to observe man's labor on earth his eyes not seeing sleep day or night then i saw all that god has done no one can comprehend what goes on under the sun. Despite all his efforts to search it out, men cannot discover its meaning. Even if a wise man claims he knows, he cannot really comprehend it. 
So I reflected on all this and concluded that the righteous and the that the righteous and the wise and what they do are in God's hands, but no man knows whether love or hate awaits him. I mean, I think if you you follow the rules, you know, that were all laid down by Moses and Aaron and all those cool guys before, you're supposed to know. You're supposed to know that that your faith in God pays off in the end. I mean, maybe that's the point here. All share a common destiny, the righteous and the wicked, the good and the bad, the clean and the unclean, those who offer sacrifices and those who do not. As it is with the good man, so with the sinner, so it is with those who take oaths, so with those who are afraid to take them. This is the evil in everything that happens under the sun. The same destiny overtakes all. The hearts of men, moreover, are full of evil, and there is madness in their hearts while they live, and afterward they join the dead. Anyone who is among the living has hope. Even a live dog is better off than a dead lion. For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. They have no further reward, and even the memory of them is forgotten. Their love, their hate, and their jealousy have long since vanished. Never again will they have a part in anything that happens under the sun. Go eat your food with gladness and drink your wine with a joyful heart, for it is now that God favors what you do. Always be clothed in white, and always anoint your head with oil. Enjoy life with your wife, whom you love. All the days all the days of this meaningless life that God has given you under the sun, all your meaningless days, for this is your lot in life, in your toilsome labor under the sun. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might, for in the grave where you are going, there is neither working nor planning nor knowledge nor wisdom. I have seen something else under the sun. The race is not to the swift or the battle to the strong, nor does food come to the wise or wealth to the brilliant or favor to the learned, but time and chance happen to them all. Moreover, no man knows when his hour will come. As fish are caught in a cruel net or birds are taken in a snare, so men are trapped by evil times that fall unexpectedly upon them. I also saw under the sun this example of wisdom that greatly impressed me. There was once a small a small city with only a few people in it, and a powerful king came against it, surrounded it, and built huge siege works against it. And built huge siege, siege works against it. Now there lived in that city a man poor but wise, and he saved the city by his wisdom. But no one remembered, nobody remembered that poor man. So I said, wisdom is better than strength, but the poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are no longer heeded. The quiet words of the wise are more to be heeded than the shouts of a ruler of fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroys much good. As dead flies give perfume a bad smell, so a little folly outweighs wisdom and honor. The heart of the wise inclines to the right, and the heart of the fool to the left. Even as he walks along the road, the fool lacks sense and shows everyone how stupid he is. If a ruler's anger rises against you, do not leave your post. Calmness can lay great errors to rest. There is an evil I have seen under the sun, the sort of error that arises from a ruler. Fools are put in many high positions, while the rich occupy the low ones. I have seen slaves on horseback, while princes go on foot like slaves. Whoever digs a pit may fall into it. Whoever breaks through a wall may be bitten by a snake. Whoever quarries stones may be injured by them. Whoever splits logs may be endangered by them. The axe, if the axe is dull and its edge unsharpened, more strength is needed, but skill will bring success. If a snake bites before it is charmed, there is no profit for the charmer. But a fool is consumed by his own lips at the beginning. At the beginning, his words are folly. At the end, they are wicked madness, and the fool multiplies words. No one knows what is coming. Who can tell him what will happen after him? A fool's work wearies him. He does not know the way to town. Woe to you, O land, whose king was a servant, and whose princes feast in the morning. Blessed are you, O land, whose king is of noble birth, and whose princes eat at a proper time, for strength and not for drunkenness. If a man is lazy, the rafters sag, and if his hands are idle, the house leaks. A feast is made for laughter, and wine makes life merry. But money is the answer for everything. 
Do not revile the king even in your thoughts or curse the rich in your bedroom. Because a bird of the air may carry your words and a bird on the wing may report what you say. Chapter 11. Cast your bread upon the waters for after many days you will find it again. Give portions to seven, yes to eight. For you do not know what disaster may come upon the land. If clouds are full of water, they pour rain down upon the earth. Whether a tree falls to the south or to the north, in the place where it falls, there will it lie. Whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. As you do not know the path of the wind or how the body is formed in a mother's womb, so you cannot understand the work of God, the maker of all things. Sow your seed in the morning and at evening. Let not your hands be idle, for you do not know which will succeed, whether this or that, or whether both will do equally well. Light is sweet and it pleases the eyes to see the sun. However many, however many years a man may live, let him enjoy them all, but let them remember the days of darkness, for they will be many. Everything to come is meaningless. Be happy, young man, while you are young, and let your heart give you joy in the days of your youth. Follow the ways of your heart and whatever your eyes see, but know that for all these judgments God will bring you to judgment. So then banish anxiety from your heart and cast off the troubles of your body. For youth and vigor are meaningless. Chapter 12. Remember your creator in the days of your youth before the days of trouble come and the years approach when you will say, I find no pleasure in them. Before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars go dark and the moon and the stars go dark and the clouds return after the rain. When the keepers of the house tremble and the stoop and the strong men stoop where the grinders cease because they are few and those look through the windows those looking through the windows grow dim when the doors to the street are closed and the sound of grinding fades when men rise up at the sound of birds but all their songs grow faint when men are afraid of heights and of dangers in the streets when the almond tree blossoms and the grasshopper drags himself along and desire is no and desire no longer is stirred then man goes to his eternal home, and mourners go about the streets. Remember him before the silver cord is severed, or the golden bowl is broken, before the pitcher is shattered at the spring, or the wheel broken at the well, and the dust remains, and the dust returns to the ground it came from, and the spirit returns to God who gave it. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Everything is meaningless. Not only was the teacher wise, but also he imparted knowledge to the people. He pondered and searched out and set in order many proverbs. The teacher searched to find just the right words, and what he wrote was upright and true. The words of the wise are like goads, their collective sayings like firmly embedded nails given by one shepherd. Be warned, my son, of anything in addition to them. Of making many books there is no end, and much study wearies the body. Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every duty every for God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I'm going to have to think and pray on that one. Song of Songs is next. With three readers. Maybe I'll enlist some buddies. Never forget to let go and let God 